This is the Unearthing Art Podcast with Michelle Luminato and Beck Lee, where we dig into the messy reality of making art that matters, raw and real conversations about being an artist, navigating the creative process, and expressing our honest and sometimes weird selves. Michelle, I thought we'd start this episode with a little public service announcement. We normally just get right into the conversation, but I do have to let listeners know that if they have been hearing a little tap, tap, tap in the background of um, our recordings, it's the little toenails of your dog Lola on your hardwood <laughs> yes. floors, right? Yes. It sometimes sounds like rain, but no, it's little Lola walking around in the background deciding to just pace while we're doing our podcast. Little senior dog. Lola. She's 16 and she just does what she wants now. (laughs) And sometimes I can clip it out and sometimes I can't clip it out and that's life. I've got my two little dogs here, Tinky and Tay Tay. (laughs) We do have a good laugh because your dogs fight with each other. Yeah, they're wrestling, they're wrestling. (laughs) It's a big, it's a big laugh for us. Michelle sees me on the video jabbing at the air at them and and giving them a cross face to try and stop them without actually saying anything. Yes. Right. So anyway, that's, we're going to just, let's be real. It's it's life. It's life of the, um, the artist who has an at home studio. Exactly. Exactly. I believe you've got a topic in mind for today's conversation. I would love to talk about commitment. It can be heavy, but I want to talk about dipping a toe into the art practice versus going all in. It's one of those topics that it can be deep, and I'm glad we had a laugh at the beginning because it's one of those things that I think is really, really crucial and um, made a big difference for me. The first part I want to talk about is when we do start off our practice, there is a commitment that we have to make in order to get the result. If we try it on and we try it, let's just see. I'm going to give this a go. I'm going to see if this works. That's not going to give us a result. I feel like whatever we put out in the universe, we get more of what we say. Mm, So you think if you say, let me try this thing, but I'm not going to kind of emotionally invest in it. It's just... uh, I'm not counting on it. It's a but. Yes, let me try this, but I'm not counting on it. I've got other things. I've got plan Bs and Cs and Ds. Yeah, and I I just want to, maybe this is not the right way to say it, but just pull the rug out and say, that is definitely not going to get you results. I've tried that. It, It didn't actually get me enough momentum to move forward there was this stop and start should I be doing this should I be doing that especially in the beginning path of an artist as well I was just about to ask so when you describe this where where are we in Michelle's path yeah that was earlier on I didn't have my voice really even remotely figured out so it was very non-committal there as well and so were you doing just to be specific, were you doing your design work and other things and you were just trying out painting on the side or had you... No, I was I was going for it. it you was, were on the painting was, path. I was on the painting path. And um, yet. I was definitely more... I had little kids, so a lot of time in into the parent world and wasn't necessarily full-time painter. But my mind mm-hmm. was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. But there was this dipping of the toe, non-committal thing of like, is this going to work? I don't know. And it was really the level of commitment. And my husband could see it too. And I think we talked in the confidence um, episode where 
I was asking for external validation, right? I was I was mm-hmm. literally asking my husband, my dog, the kids, everyone who walked by a painting, <laughs> what do you think of this? What do you think of this? And it was just that decision to make it work was not there yet. Mm. So do you think it was a commitment to yourself as an artist? Is that the commitment that was missing? It's so interesting. There's so many different levels of commitment. I think it was definitely the commitment and the resolution. There wasn't a decision like, this is going to work. And what's the this you're talking about? Sorry, I'm I'm pushing on you a bit here and I'm kind of pushing you to be more specific because I'm genuinely curious. When you say the commitment to this is going to work, tell me what this is. Me as a painter selling paintings and making work I love and selling work I love as opposed to being a designer who had a design brief who had client this was me doing work that I loved which means I am the client I have to please myself Mm. and finding a way to have that voice come forward and again do that confidently obviously that wasn't there in the beginning but the decision of this is going to work versus is this going to work Mm, that's important yeah yeah so I feel like there's a commitment level that we have to cross over that goes from is this going to work to this is going to work I'm going to do this. And the minute Mm. that happens, I feel like the path just starts opening up. You find resolution to things, opportunities that suit you better come up. And there's this thing that happens that kind of unlocks. I don't know how to describe it better than that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. It's reminded me of a quote that when I first went out on my own to start my business, my husband bought this quote as a fridge magnet and put it on the fridge. I'm not sure who it's ultimately attributed to but it says whatever you can do or dream you can begin it boldness has genius power and magic in it so that idea of whatever you think's possible start because the universe will move to support you in it it moves mountain yeah yeah and and it really was a shift of a decision and a commitment that was a next level that just it wasn't there in the beginning for me and I think that we were looking for proof I'll go back to my earlier days like I was looking for proof of this could work so that's why I was asking my husband the kids (laughs) is there proof here that this could work where I think that it's the other way around when we commit the the proof is revealed you don't get proof that it's going to work and then you go oh yeah now I'm ready to commit Mm, I think it's interesting because you said the it that I'm going to commit to is the idea of me as a painter. And we might think that therefore the commitment is tied to a particular vision. So I, I have a really clear vision of myself as a painter, what that's going to look like, what success is going to look like, what my art is going to look like. And then mm-hmm. I commit to that vision. And possibly, I, I don't know, I'm throwing this out there, that could work. But I think Actually, what you're talking about is committing to a path and Mm -hmm. along the path, you're going to uncover what your art looks like, what it looks like for you to be a painter. It's sort of a commitment to discover as you go along and to keep showing up, even though at times that vision can become very cloudy and Mm -hmm. not clear. Because if you commit to a particular vision and then five steps in, some part of that falls apart you might say well I committed to that but it didn't work 
or you can commit to basically continuing to grow as an artist and knowing that you'll you will show up you will do what it takes to continue to grow yeah exactly and i think that's the level of commitment i'm talking about you're gonna do what it takes where mm. when you're dipping your toe in, you might not always want to do what it takes. I'll give you an example of that. When you're new and you're, you have no skill, you know, and you don't even know how paints work, you have to show up and make really ugly stuff. And mm. that's just part of that commitment level of you have to keep doing that, even mm. when the skills are not necessarily showing evidence that you can do this. Mm. You know, I think there's different levels of that, even as you go on in your painting path where those things get harder. If if you're not committed to like, yeah, this is the journey, this is the path and I'm committed, you're not willing to do those things. You're a bit fair weathered about it. It's like going to the ski slopes. This is my bad analogies, but like <laughs> I'm a fair weathered snowboarder. I like to go when there's fresh powder. I don't like to go when it's raining and icy and slushy. It's not my favorite time. So I'm I'm more of a w- fair weathered snowboarder. I'm not necessarily committed the way that some of my friends are who will go like rain, hail, whatever. Does that make Mm. sense? It does make sense. And it's also reminding me, I think maybe this was something that we talked about recently about showing up. Those friends of yours who do show up in hail, rain or shine, don't necessarily, for them, it's not done in a resentful way or in a really gritted teeth kind of way. If you really love that process, if you enjoy just the thrill the feel of of that thing because that's their thing it's not your thing yeah yeah then actually commitment is intermingled with I guess a kind of ecstasy even could I go that far to call it that but a, a joyous celebration of this thing that you love and you've committed yourself to Yes, yes. Yeah. And this is the thing of you have to be clear on what kind of a journey do you want? And I don't mean like Mm. the path is clear, but I think there's a different level that you can achieve when you have more serious commitment, like someone who's snowboarding, they're going to be better snowboarders if they're snowboarding in the the rain the the sleet all these conditions than someone like me who's more of a fair weathered loves the powder there's a different level of mastery that they're going to achieve with that that is the same as an artist as well like there's a different level of mastery you achieve when you show up for all those different sides to it that make it more complex and my level of commitment now is it it doesn't matter what the day looks like it doesn't matter if it's raining or hailing in the studio I'm going to be there anyway because I'm just so dedicated to showing up for myself and I think there's a different level of mastery that comes from that yeah and like we said at the beginning commitment can seem really heavy it can right. seem very authoritarian. You do this, you it's must a bit show like up. Discipline. And, yeah, yeah. You you started this, you better finish it kind of stuff. <laughs> which yeah, I don't yeah. respond well to. But I do like like what you're saying there, rain, hail or shine, you show up in the studio. What you're also committing to is that when problems and challenges and obstacles come up, you don't immediately take those as a sign that the whole thing is a waste or that the ship's going down. It's and a it's disaster. <laughs> you're not cut out for it. I might as well quit. It's 
time to jump off the Titanic. For me, I don't I don't say this to myself anymore, but there was earlier in the the process where it was like, should I be doing this? Should I quit? Should I keep exactly. going? Exactly. The back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. yeah, and that takes energy, doesn't it? Oh, it's exhausting. I found it really exhausting and uninspiring as well. That's a good way to describe that one toe in one toe out kind of feeling. Yes. So as soon as something doesn't work out quite right or you're not feeling the flow or you make something and you feel like, oh, I've really buggered up that painting. I've made a move on it. Now it's, I wish I wish I had an undo button. Yeah. And if in that moment, that's when you immediately start thinking, I'm not cut out for this. Maybe this wasn't such a good idea. And let's call it more of a loving commitment at that point to instead of immediately counting yourself out it's about saying this is what I want this is what I want to see through so whether it's technical challenges whether it's mindset stuff whether it's negative talk or or a loss of energy or a loss of inspiration instead of thinking immediately I'm not cut out for this I'm just going to jump ship you can think okay how do I approach this how do I keep moving how do I get the technical skill that I'm missing here or how do I adjust my mindset how do I find support find community whatever it is you need to continue on so (laughs) this and this kind of floats my boat a bit more we could say you're committing to yourself and committing to not abandoning yourself in the process I like that (laughs) Yes. And the other thing is what I found is whatever you're looking for, you will find evidence of. So if you're looking Mm. for evidence of why this isn't going to work for you and why you don't know what you're doing and gee, I might suck, you're going to find evidence of that. You're also going to have the same thing happen if you're looking for evidence of how this could work if you actually are open to finding that evidence as well. I always feel like whatever you're looking for, you're gonna find more of. It's like, you know, when you go to decide to buy a silver car and then all of a sudden you see all these silver cars, like your mind is gonna go find those things that you're looking for. So I think part of the shift in the decision is to make a decision to find proof and evidence of ways that it will work. And then that's where I feel like there's an unlocking that happens that's all of a sudden these things just start laying out in front of you, you know, whether that's Mm. learning more about who you are and how you want to execute your art or techniques, whatever that is, it feels like these dominoes just start falling. Definitely. I think the decision that you're talking about there is really important because you're right, we do find the evidence to support whatever path we've committed or not committed to. So if we're full of self-doubts and we don't address that, we continue on in this half-in, half-out way, it just adds a complete layer of challenge. Like you said, it's exhausting. It also gets in the way of you finding the solutions that are going to work because if you're not actively engaging yourself in that, you're always putting yourself at a disadvantage. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think there is this level of belief that has to develop if anyone's feeling like, oh, I'm one of these toe dippers, really sit with the <laughs> the lack of belief. Sorry, like, the toe dippers. <laughs> the toe dippers. If you're feeling like a toe dipper, been there, done that. It's sitting with, yeah, I just don't believe in myself. I'm not believing in myself. What would it take to start believing in myself? 
How could mm-hmm. I start doing that? And there's it's multiple levels. You know, there is the mindset, there is the skills, there is the opening of who you are. There, it's a lot of pieces that all come together to make belief belief. Mm. I think it's also important to remember that, again, you always have agency, you always have choice in the matter. So yeah. the commitment can change. It can. <laughs> Like, hang on, you're telling us to commit and, you know, not give up to obstacles. But as you go along the path, you're going to get more information. And so you can redirect yourself. I was having a conversation actually with three other artists and we were talking about a difference between maybe creating a more decor-oriented sort of art versus fine art, which exists, Mm -hmm. by the way, if we didn't say so, exists on a very wide spectrum. So there's no sort of one thing of saying it's definitely this or definitely that. But what came up in that conversation was I said something which I don't think I'd said to any other artist before, which was that when I first started painting, I really, with no hesitation, would have said that I was setting out to make that kind of decor inspired art I was setting out Mm -hmm. to make lovely images that people would want to buy and and hang in their lounge Mm -hmm. room that was what I was I guess you could say what I was committing to that was my only vision at that time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then very quickly two of them said oh me too and I was really surprised because I thought all artists started out with this commitment to this very lofty vision of artistic expression and self-expression and wouldn't start out with this idea that we were going to be basically producing pretty things which people would like to buy. I think that's the practical mind though, isn't it? Because I remember when I I have to say that even though I went to fine art school and I had a deep feeling of wanting to express myself, when I started painting, I was in that zone of thinking the same thing. Oh, I could make paintings and I could sell them and people would want to put them in their homes. It is practical. And that was one of the things that came up in the conversation because they're all women in the conversation Mm -hmm. and they had were at a point in their lives where they'd had kids but the kids were getting older and they were kind of thinking okay what do I do now and that's actually something I've heard um, from quite a few artists who are mothers you reach a point where the kids reach a certain age you've been a full-time mum and at home and now you're considering going back into the workforce in some form and so for them it was the practical and sole decision happening at one time they're like well if I could do this thing that I love to do but also that could contribute to the family yeah so you tie those visions together it in some ways it kind of gives you permission doesn't it because it's a socially acceptable goal is to generate some income contribute to the family so that Mm -hmm. you then have permission to go into the studio and be working because you're trying to sell the work and all of us said over time that changed and now we've reached a point where it really matters to us as you've said before it really matters to us how we're connecting with our work about making work that feels challenging and meaningful and that becomes a whole different layer of challenges and a different layer layer of commitment level exactly. as well yeah which is why i brought that up because i think in terms of commitment what you start at at the beginning of the journey committing to versus what we're committing to as our experience changes as our understanding Mm -hmm. of the process and ourselves so we start taking the steps and then we find ourselves going deeper so right the the nature of the commitment changes 
Yeah, so it's not a it isn't a static commitment and definitely not a ball and chain, but it's a conscious decision as well mm-hmm. of how bad do you want it? Mm-hmm. How important is it? I know for me, it's so important. It's part of breathing. It's not an option for me to not have that in my life. Mm-hmm. So that's where I think the level of commitment of constantly fueling that is so important. That's mm-hmm. how bad I want it. It's it's part of life itself. And when you say, think, again, I'm going to yeah. ask another question now. Um, when you say that's how bad I want it, is what you want the experience of, for example, being in the studio and that creative experience or is what you want, you know, a vision of, because we've talked about how you're um, inspired by the vision of um, producing really high quality work, hanging in a gallery or something like that. So when you say what you really want, what do you think? I think I of? think it's both. I I love being in the stu- like I just get so giddy in the studio. If anyone had a spy camera on me, it would be really embarrassing. <laughs> I I'm caught dancing by myself. Like it's it's just one of those things. And so I love the experience of that. But I also love and am committed to evolving painting as a practice. And so mm. I like to know that my path has a purpose there as well. What am I bringing and contributing to the painting industry as well? Mm, I know that sounds a bit big, but... But that feels like a real purpose. Yeah, so I feel that for me, that's a deeper level of commitment that I definitely didn't have early on. I didn't even know how to use paint. So look at that level of commitment. Like now I'm, how can I contribute to painting as an industry and as a practice. Here's my million dollar question then. (laughs) What fuels that early commitment? You don't have that high level of purpose that you have now. Maybe I'm just backtracking over ground we've covered before here because we did talk when we were talking about our own stories about how you came to painting through a really transformative experience where you took a reassessment of your life. And that was born then of a really emotional, expressive time in your garage studio painting. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to wrap my head around then when it's at that point I guess as soon as you started that process, that's when you started to have a sensation like this feels important to me. I'm Mm -hmm. going to commit to keep showing up for it. Off a feeling really at that point. Totally off of a feeling. No evidence, no physical evidence that was worthy that I could even become a good painter. Like Mm. there was no proof at all. If you've seen any of my images from the early days, (laughs) nah, the kids were... Just as good, if not better. It was the dog. The dog could paint well. Nobody was voting for my paintings. It was an internal feeling of I know this is important, and and we did talk about how I was looking for external validation that other people saw that it was important for me to do that. And I don't think that besides you know my husband, who is definitely a huge supporter, and knowing that it made me happy, he didn't have any proof, tangible proof that it was a path worth pursuing either in terms of oh yeah she's a great painter it just wasn't there early on he knew it was important to me so he supported my commitment to honoring who I was Mm. Um, and that that's really interesting now because I think yeah we're saying that part of this is coming around to committing to yourself to show up for what it is that really moves you that you feel like deep in your bones and your gut that you need to do and Mm -hmm. I guess in that way when we're talking about you know the path can change the art itself can change 
What doesn't change is if we're trying to find that root commitment to following your own self. Yes. And and trying to build all the tools that you need to express yourself. Yeah. I think it's really about honoring honoring your true self. And I'll give you another example. So when I, a few years back, um, I was doing geometric paintings and they could have been, I could have just kept doing those kinds of paintings, the kind of geometrics I was doing a few, probably three years ago now. There was a distinct success to the, the way I was doing things. They were selling, they were working. And I remember feeling like if I, if I stop here and I continue just to do these kinds of paintings, I am definitely going to be missing out on this gut feeling I have of doing something more, hmm. doing something that is serving something bigger. I had no evidence of what that looked like or what that was going to manifest into. But I knew that that path, that if I would have just committed to that, that wouldn't have been enough for me internally to be satisfied. So it looked like I pulled the rug out, as in I'm not doing those. It looks like you jump ship on those. It can look yeah. like from the outside that um, a lack of commitment or a lack of follow through. I think that's another yes. part of it too. It's a really fine line we're talking, as it often is. It's more nuanced than here's a three-step guide to how you know <laughs> when something's <laughs> the thing to follow and when it's not. It's really nuanced yeah. around getting in touch with yourself, really reflecting to recognize when when it's time to let go of a particular commitment to an idea of yourself or to an, an idea of what mm-hmm. things are supposed to look like or how they're supposed to work out and recommit to taking a bit of a leap. Yeah, and sometimes it doesn't look like you've got a parachute or anything. It looks yeah. very very scary and can be a little disappointing. I have to say my husband's super supportive, but he's like why don't you just paint more of those? Those are so great. Those will those will be great. They sell. What are you doing? And our family says that. They look at it on the wall and go, oh, that's lovely. Are you going to do some more of those? And you're like, actually, no, I've decided to go in a completely different direction yeah. now. It's really weird stuff. Um, you probably won't like it. Okay. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. Yeah, it can look a little unraveling or look unproductive, but I do have to say that I have not regretted that decision at all and I did double down more into learning more about myself and pulling out more of what was authentic to me and being that I'm the only one who could answer that I had to dig into like well what does that look like yeah we're the only ones who can answer that for ourselves it makes it a hundred times more difficult I think I've said this before I wish you could go somewhere and you know maybe some kind of psychic with a crystal ball or on Amazon <laughs> we should start a whole Amazon catalogue of things that we'd like to order up. What do I like? What am I about? Perfect understanding of who I am. Confidence. We've got that on the list. We're going to yes. build up quite a shopping list. I tell you, if we had affiliate links to these products, we would make <laughs> millions. I think so. It's But it is that discovery process. And so what what happened for me was there was this recommitment. So on the outside, it looked like I wasn't committing to my art because I wasn't continuing down this path that was, it was a successful path. It was definitely one that would have given me results. And, and then I basically decided, let me just rethink this, recommit on a deeper level. And that's just been so rewarding. I've just gotten so much 
satisfaction from that. And and I almost feel like sometimes we're afraid to slow down to speed up. Oh, yeah. Tell me more about that. <laughs> I am, yeah, I'm not afraid to slow down to speed up for sure. And again, it looks like on the outside, it looks like, Oh, she's not doing anything. She's not really on Instagram because whatever you do on Instagram must be true. Um, (laughs) It might look like you're not doing anything. And I've even had clients who paid for paintings and they're like, oh, I'd love to help market you. we got to get your stuff out there. I'm like, no, I'm good at this time. I don't want to market what I have because I'm working on some new stuff. So I think that getting comfortable with being with yourself for a while is part of the process. I mean, that could look to them like you're not committed to your own work couldn't it? Yes, totally. From the outside, yeah, absolutely. But I know on the inside what's happening. So again, back to our confidence episode, maybe on the external, it looks like it's not what it's supposed to be. But on the inside, you're more confident and you're like, yeah, I'm on the right track. This is, this feels good. This Mm -hmm. feels in line with who I am and how I want to show up in the world. And it feels like there's a catapult process that happens from that, even though it maybe looks from the outside world that you're not doing anything. Mm. But when then you show up, it's more, here I am. And they're like, this is completely different than what I've seen you doing before. Yes. I've been working. (laughs) I've been working. I've been working. And I think that we have to sit with who we are as our recommitted I don't want to say new person because I don't think we're necessarily new people. I think we're actually peeling the onion and we're rid of layers that we just don't need. You could think of it that way, though, as you say, if you're peeling layers off, when you peel off a harder outer layer, what's revealed, the new skin, is can be more tender and yes. a bit more permeable. Yeah, more transformational. I don't know yeah. if transformational is what everyone's looking for, but... I'm just really enjoying reveling in those questions a little bit more and being comfortable with the quietness. I think that ignoring the outside noise of, well, geez, on Instagram, it looks like there wasn't anything happening. Mm. Oh, well. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? I think that we get so conscious of what the outside world thinks of us and what that commitment looks like to them that we forget what the most important commitment is to what we're really interested in. But this is where I go back to like, how bad do you want it? I really wanted to be completely satisfied in, in this, not satisfied like I always make per- perfect paintings because I don't, I don't believe that's true of my paintings. But I do want to feel like, yeah, I'm asking myself the questions in the studio that are really interesting to me. And speaking to artists who haven't yet reached that level of commitment slash confidence slash trust Mm -hmm. in, what did you say? I'm going to go slow and... Slow down to speed up. Yeah. The the trust to know that slowing down can be part of the process. Especially when you're selling. I think that's, I always call it the curse of the sale, which I feel like is a whole another episode but mm-hmm. i think that when you're when we're selling as artists it's very it's it's a big commitment to slow down to go fast very big commitment and we've talked about the feeling of stopping and starting i think you mentioned that earlier mm-hmm. because it can feel like a failure I, i'm just trying to put words to it but 
if you're in the studio and things start slowing down, you can feel like you've done something wrong or it's just very disorienting. Or will you ever get there? Yeah. Yeah, totally. There's been phases where it feels like, geez, when am I, when am I going to get there? As if there's a yes. place and a destination. Yes. But it's being okay with that messy middle and sort of hovering in places and sitting in the quietness of that I think is is a little bit jarring sometimes but I think that it gives us our best solutions because you can go through periods where you have a rush of fresh ideas and you think you're you're really onto something and Mm -hmm. you can't wait to get in there and and work on the next thing and work it up and then you can and then hit a period where hang on it's not the answer that I thought and there's just nothing there and then you're slowing down and then you're you feel like you've stopped like you've hit a wall right it's awful and <laughs> it is awful but it's it's more about it's about what we say to ourselves when we hit the wall I think mm. it's more about saying this wall it, it's it's a breakable wall it's mm. not a permanent wall. And some days you feel like you can see clearly and other days you can't. But sitting with it and being okay with it and saying, I'm still committed to the decision. Yeah. Okay. Is that a little heavy? <laughs> I know. It sounds uh, heavy, Beck. You may be guessing here that I'm feeling a little bit of that at the moment. <laughs> I'm feeling your words. <laughs> yeah. So what does that make you feel? Like, tell me. Oh, it comes back, I think, to that is- that issue of certainty that we've talked about before. Like, you really want someone to say, yeah, s- sit at the wall. It's fine. The-, the wall will eventually come down and you'll be on the other side. Yeah. And I guess that's what we're talking about is that it's your commitment to be, it's your own kind of fortitude that you have within you that brings the wall down in a way because Mm -hmm. if you sit at the wall doubting yourself and thinking oh this is a bad sign then that's where you put your energy that's where you put your Mm -hmm. mental capacity your creative capacity and you'll continue to sit there for a lot longer or if you think okay this wall's here how can I play with the wall like how can I take the bricks from the wall and build something Mm -hmm. different then your energy and your creative capacity is now committed to what's next what's next and you do it in a playful way either you're going to climb over the wall or dig under the wall or I don't know paint on the wall and that's right but the commitment the commitment's there to find that solution and I think the other thing too is this level of commitment too it requires a bit of jumping off the deep end sometimes and Mm. and this is where I think we can have fun with it. It doesn't have to be a scary like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go ruin my my art now. But I think this is where we can take some really big risks because you're already uncertain anyway. So what do you have? Mm. What do you have to lose? Good question. Good question. <laughs> <laughs> you're already you're uncertain. What do you have to lose if you literally go? I'm going to just do the weirdest, craziest thing jump off the deep end what can happen what's the worst thing that can happen if you jump off the deep end and you go make something like let's say you have these weird ideas or you have something really dark I do find that sometimes artists are like oh I've got this this really dark side of me I don't know if I'm comfortable expressing that side well what if you just did yes what would happen and it doesn't mean they have to show it to the whole world but what if you just let it out 
And I think the flip side of that is that the worst thing that can happen to continue the wall analogy, seen as I've mm-hmm. gone down that path, I think the worst thing that can happen is just stay sitting in front of the wall, which is no fun. Either leave or or get off the pot. Oh, I got you to say it, Michelle. I got you to say it. I'm going to have to bleep that and it's you that I'm going to have to bleep, not potty mouth back. So I think should or get off the pot. I can't say it in a better way. It's a decision. Yeah, that's the decision. That's the commitment. It's commit one way or the other and then move on to the next thing. You're not committing to something to the bitter end. You're committing to the path of growth and discovery, all those wonderful things you've said. And if you've genuinely had that reflection, you're like, okay, this path that I'm on, commit to taking the next step. And it's, they're always just paths shooting off, aren't they? Yeah, they're forks in the road. And to be self-aware enough to know what path matters, I think is really the the most fun part because we make up the rules we make up the rules Mm. of the path we're on we make up the rules in our art we can change the rules in our art which is is another commitment level of like well i don't have to do it like that anymore i could do it like this i think that's what it's coming back to the commitment isn't a rigid thing it's an evolving commitment to continuing to be and this sounds really cliched but continuing to be true to ourselves to be true mm-hmm. to what's actually in front of us. It's not about commitment to a particular idea that you've had of yourself since you were younger or a particular idea of your art that you might have had only last week or yesterday. The commitment is evolving mm. and here and now it's like a, a living commitment to yeah, continue yeah. to be creative. Yes, definitely. I think that's that pretty much sums it up. Thanks for joining us today. We'd love to know, are you all in with your art? Or if you'd like to be all in, what's holding you back? Come and tell us on Instagram at unearthingart. And as always, if you're looking for more about the show or anything we've mentioned, you'll find all of that at unearthingart.com. Don't forget to subscribe in your favorite podcast app and we'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.